You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. All right, just say it one more time. Say it out loud. I'm going to be fine. Yeah? It's not going to, I'm not going to be sick on the air. No, you're not going to be sick on the air because that would not be good for me. So that's the number one reason. Think of me. As anyone should do. It's not like a fluey thing, though. I really think that it's, oh, God, from breakfast this morning. Oh, God. What is going on I don't you? know. I had something for breakfast, and now I don't feel, I, I woke up this morning feeling awesome. I got yeah. lots of sleep. Like, I was up early, like, doing a bunch of shit. I am not feeling good. Okay. Am, All right. Well, we're oh. going gonna to do what we can here. Say it one more time. I'm going to be fine. Hello. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and have you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we appreciate it greatly. And don't forget, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and click on the subscribe button, where for six ninety nine a month, the first week is free. You can subscribe to the entire Fun Employment Radio network. And thank you and hello to some of our new subscribers. Hi, guys. Had some new I ones swear. Here in the last I don't sound like this Day. No, no, you don't. Um, so, I can't even look at the chat right, right now, quite just, honestly. Can we just address this yes. right at the top? So it is uh, It is Tuesday, December 17th here, and sure we is. do our shows five days a week. We sure do. We always do them. And we love them. And we love them. But Sarah them is day. feeling a little bit under the weather right oh. now, so we're just going to get that out there for I you guys. I am just so, so, so terrified that it's food poisoning. I have only had food poisoning once in my life, and it was the worst yeah. Like 48 hours, like physically, like my body, your body turns and I am so nervous. Okay. Well, A, you're freaking yourself out. I That's am. That's part of it. Um, so what else, what, what do you think it is? Like, what okay. are your physical symptoms that you're worried about? I, let me, let me diagnose this for oh you. Oh God. Okay. No, so we, so, uh, we had a business breakfast this morning, which mm-hmm. was awesome. So, uh, we all met up at a breakfast place here. And tell which I've been to, I've never had a problem there before, but, uh. Mm-hmm. Ourselves, and of course, our <sighs> magical marketing and salesperson, Sarah Wagner. Sarah Wagner, who is, uh, of course, always looking fresh as a, as a daisy every day. Yes. Like she shows, and it's just like angels sing when she walks in there. I'm like, oh, and yep. I'm just like, uh. That's so why anyway, she does the sales. That's why she represents <laughs> us. God bless One her. One of the many reasons. It's yes. not just her looks. Yes. Also her talents and yes, all that stuff. But yes. the looks help too. But the looks do help. And uh, so we had breakfast and we had like this great meeting and uh, you know and everything's going fine. And I ordered something that I don't eat a lot of. I don't eat it a lot. Mm-hmm. So I ordered Eggs Benedict. Yeah. That's, that's the runny eggs, right? It's the runny eggs. Yeah. See, those are raw eggs you're eating. Shut up, Greg. So I ordered the Eggs Benedict and it has, mm-hmm. you know, like the hollandaise sauce. It was dripping, sh- dripping yellow. If this comes out, it's coming out on you. Okay. All right. Yeah, so you better play your cards right, buddy. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and I had it, and it was just, it was delicious. It was very rich and delicious. I'm like, oh, this is, like, the greatest thing ever. It tasted very delicious. <laughs> and about an hour, like, uh, this was probably about an hour and a half ago that we finished up eating and left. Uh-huh. And now I'm not feeling so good. It's, my stomach oh. is kind of, I'm, I'm trying to drink water. It's not working. Okay, well, it's being noted in the chat that that usually takes 24 hours for food poisoning. Oh, when I had it last time, it was immediate. It was like within two hours. That with the last time you had food poisoning. Yes. Okay, and it wasn't from from uh, eggs Benedict runny. No, it was raw from eggs. it was from it was from when I was in Chicago. Oh, and I was uh, traveling at the time, which was even more amazing. I was traveling in Chicago, and we went to have dim sum in Chicago's Chinatown. Don't ever fucking do that. And I ate gray meat. 
Wow, you are really upset right now. I can tell just by the amount of profanity that's coming out of oh, your mouth. I don't feel good. Sarah, Sarah's not. I don't like good. the. I don't do sick very well. If you notice, like you know, I might not have the one thousand percent healthiest lifestyle, but I rarely get sick. Yeah. And I don't do well being sick, as we talked. Like when I get sick, I sit at home, I cry mm-hmm. and feel sorry for myself. I watch Titanic. Right. That's my thing. I have shit that I have to get done this week. I cannot. I don't want to be feeling ill. Well, see, it's the power of positive thinking. So you okay. have to. You have to. You have to power yourself through it. You have to you have to sit there and say say it one more time, Sarah. I'm feeling fine. There you go. Mm. You're a trooper. I'm, I'm a trooper. You're gonna power through this. It's not those drippy, runny eggs that you oh have. Oh my god! That you just slurped. Down. I think I'm starting to sweat. Oh god! It's not even hot in here. It's not hot in it's here. Made me a little bit nervous being in the same room with you. I'll be honest. Well, it's not like. It- I really do think I felt fine this morning. I didn't eat anything on like I didn't eat anything like exotic or anything for dinner last night. I ate something fully cooked. Um, ooh. yeah, I don't know. And like, plus, I think it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay. I right. just I feel off. I just I don't feel like this very often right okay. now. I don't feel like I yeah. Again, like I I stayed in last night. Got a lot of sleep. Like okay. drank a lot of water. Everything's All right. fine. All right. So we're gonna work through this. It's the power of positive thinking. It's the power of positive thinking. Yep. It's too soon for food poisoning. It wouldn't have happened this soon, right? No, no. No. Raw eggs don't affect you that quick. No, they don't. And everything's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just I, my, I just had too much coffee. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. Right, there we Even go. Even though That's you had a ton of coffee, too, and nothing's wrong with you. No, I feel fantastic, actually. I feel wonderful. I feel on top of the world right now. And let me just tell you, Sarah, there's, there's a few different reasons why. Number one, though, I... I'm going to do something that I don't do very often today, but I believe it's a good investment. I am going to be buying one of those Mega Millions lottery dollar lottery tickets. Oh yeah, because that's a great investment. Because yeah, the best winning, of luck to you. It's like six hundred and some million dollars. Why don't you play when it's just like a, a normal amount of millions of dollars? Because that's not enough for me. I want more. I want see, more for but myself. But see, this is stupid for you to be playing when it's six hundred million because you and every Joe Schmo in the fucking world or in the country is going to be like, I'm going to play it this time and this time only. It's just exponentially decreasing your odds of winning. Because somebody's got to win it, and it might as well will be me. And I'm telling you, I've already got fantastic plans for when I win it. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to give myself, well, A, I'm going to have a helicopter. That's going to be one of the first things okay. I get. So there's going to be are you a going to have somebody pad. flying the helicopter or are you going to be able to, are you <laughs> going to teach yourself how to fly it? Uh, I might do like the John Travolta where I learn how to fly my own things, but probably not. I'll probably pay somebody else to do it. I will probably never drive again, quite honestly. Okay. I will never drive or fly again because why? why? That's why, why I don't should understand I? when celebrities drive themselves. It's just like if you can afford to have somebody drive you everywhere, like Mm-hmm. The, like, DUI shouldn't even be a possibility for you. Like, just have your driver pick you up and take you places. Like, what, I don't understand yeah. this, this logic. Yeah, well, I'll be taking applications to be my driver. So you can, uh, well, you can apply for that, but not in the condition you're in. All right, see, I don't, people are talking about. about odds don't change with the amount of people. I don't understand. Because aren't the people factored into the odds? Well, the number of tickets sold, I would think, would... Uh, That's what I would think, too, because everyone's saying more people playing doesn't decrease your odds of winning. Well, I would no, think that would be winning, exactly what it did. No, actually, not necessarily, because there's only a, it's the numbers that are drawn are what the winners are. It doesn't matter. More people doesn't mean more of those numbers are going to be drawn. Although, I guess it could decrease your odds. You might have to share it with someone. That could That's a possibility. But I would think that if... I mean, if the numbers are drawn... That's about it. Yeah, so as Ryan's saying in the chat, it'll definitely increase your odds of sharing the prize, though. Yeah. I so, I therefore, really it's wanna... diminishing the prize, and you're going to have to share. So, like, you'd end up with something smaller instead of if you won, like, a $30 million jackpot all for yourself. Mm-hmm. That could be all yours instead of winning, you know, one sixtieth of the, you know, $600 million one. Right. That's fine with me. I'll take one sixtieth of $600 million. 
I'm okay with that. Okay. I could live with that. All right. Although I don't want to share it. I no, probably no, have you to don't fight want it. to. I'd, I'd fight it. But I would still, I would still, uh, I could, I could live with that as long as I can buy my own personal helicopter because that would be one of the things that I would get. You know, that, and also never drive again because why bother? You know, that's, that's another part of it. I'll still be here to do the show. I would oh, still sure. come in to do the show. So oh. don't, don't worry about that. When our that. riches catch up with us with the show, I will definitely still be here every mm-hmm. day. Even when I'm not feeling 100%. I know, and you're still here. You're powering through right now, Sarah. Oh, my stomach is like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, you're kind of grossing me out a little bit. Well, by, thanks, you know, Greg. I really appreciate that. You know what? I mean, I, I appreciate, I, I appreciate that you're here doing the show, that you're powering through these things, you know, and we and do this show. And it might not show. be full on food poisoning. Maybe I just, maybe I'm just not used to eating runny eggs and it's affecting my insides. A well, they're bit. raw eggs that you were slurping they are down. Raw eggs. Oh. You, I mean, you basically just opened up an egg and slurped it down. That's pretty much what I you did. did. I cut it there. open and it was just fl- yeah. like flooding this over This is why the you never sauce. eat raw eggs ever. I only eat so eggs that are cooked. They're so delicious. No, no, they're it's it's raw. It's raw eggs. They're not raw. They're cooked. They're they're what they're what are they called? Over easy. You know what looks like cooked eggs? Scrambled eggs. See, it's nice and cooked and solid. I know that's cooked. Oh, Ren- poor Rangi. Rangi's saying that uh, she'd trade a food poisoning for a stomach virus. She's been sick since Saturday. Oh, oh, that sucks. You know, and there are a lot of people that are sick actually right now. So no, I know that's why I've just been going from the studio, like washing my hands profusely, coming from mm-hmm. the studio and home. Thankfully, nobody on the network. Husband uh, has caught the death flu yet, so okay, we're good. Yeah, all right, all right. So we're gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay. Uh, Keelan in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live has posted a link to the different kinds of bacteria that cause food poisoning. So oh, just God. so you know, just so you're aware of them. Oh, and Ooh. you know what? I didn't even realize what I had on my. That's what it is. I bet that's what it is. What? Oh, because instead of eggs Benedict, I splurged. Instead of getting this the Canadian bacon, I got like this uh, crab patty. A like crab this, patty, like this homemade crab, like patty thing. Like it was a sam, or like a salmon patty. It was a salmon patty, or it was a crab. It was a salmon patty. So you ate raw fish along with. I your... didn't even. It was a patty. Okay. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's pretty much what you're. What you're going through then. But I mean, yeah, I don't know if possible. like they have filler crab in it. Like... See, but what this does though, it just builds up your immune system, so you're going to be bigger and stronger. You're going to be stronger after this. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's how science. Works. Oh yes, and being it was delicious. It was. It was completely. Del- it was so awesome. Yeah. Like even though I'm feeling like crap right now, worth it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So that's uh, that's that that could very well be. What's going on with you? Yes. Right All right, but back to your millions. So when you win your millions, you are going to John Travolta it. You are going to have somebody fly you everywhere. You're mm-hmm. going to have a driver. Yep, I will have both of those things okay. going on. I also will probably, um, since I'll have the money, I'll probably get to, like the top floor of one of the buildings downtown, and then I'll just have that for myself, and I'll, I'll broadcast messages from it. So I'll have like SOS lights that'll broadcast secret messages throughout the day, just just because just because I can. Wait, so you want like your own like bat signal kind of? Kind of, I kind of want a bat signal. You want a nib signal? Yeah, yeah, and it'll just say nibbler and it'll broadcast around the city so everyone will know um, all of my all of my riches are there. And on top of that, everybody who subscribes to the network will get to come to one of my parties at the top floor. Are you going to give them a tithing? Um, You should probably give subscribers a tithing. Well, I didn't. Wait a minute. Where, where, you can't be spending my money. Yes, I can. I think that's only appropriate. I think each subscriber should get no, like $100,000. No, the tithing will be they get to come to the party. And oh, well, they, they get can, to hang out with the crazy little like, yeah. new rich man. And they can run the spotlight for a little while if they want. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, Maybe a ride in the helicopter. Maybe a ride in the helicopter, I think, would be part of it. Oh, yes. And Lucas in the chat is noting that um, he feels the first thing I would do would be take revenge on the meth heads. I would buy that building. They would be evicted. They would be evicted. That's within... true. And then just plow it down. Yep. 
I will buy it in a second, and that my method neighbors will be gone. I still have, I will solve the problem. I still have my dream. What I want to buy? Can I tell you what I want to buy? What? Well, I'm going to do. I would do fun employment radio still every day forever. And I would also. I have always had a dream. My sister and I have talked about this of wanting to buy a coffee shop slash karaoke bar and calling it Espresso Self. <laughs> and what I want to do is buy a, a cute old building, and then I would live on top of it, and like, and it would be like a lofty, lofty kind of apartment on top of it. But below it, it would have it would be an uh, espresso shop during the day, and at night it would be like a fun. Or no, it would be like a daytime karaoke shop. You could drink coffee and you could sing some karaoke. Who wants to go during the daytime to drink coffee to listen to other people sing karaoke? This girl right here. You. It's going to be you and your sister will be the patrons in there. No. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many times I've heard someone say, man, I wish karaoke started earlier? You know what? At Espresso Self, it would start earlier. I just don't think that would... I don't think that would be any place that I would ever want to go to. Like, if You know what? You're not wanted you're... at Espresso Self. You know what it's going to say? It's going to have a little curly-haired caricature of you. It's going to say, no Greg's allowed. Fine. Yeah. I don't want to go in there. So if you're saying that it would be in the middle of the day. People are tired. They're going there to get coffee for a purpose. No, they're not. They're not they're going not there to get good. coffee. They're not going there to get coffee at all. They're going there for the atmosphere. They're going for the amazingly cool idea it is to be able to go and hang out at a coffee shop that turns into a karaoke shop at some point. Espresso self, that's what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure I understand. Yeah, my sister and I have been talking about this since we were like in high school that we'd want to. I mean, now she, you know, she's settling down in Seattle and having, and I'm sure she'll be having the babies in the not so distant future. However, whenever she comes to visit, her and I can live out our dream of having espresso self. That's what I would do with my Why mind. don't you just get a, why don't you just get a karaoke machine at your place and then you can sit there and sing karaoke all you want? No, because I want to, why would you I want to share. That on everyone else? It isn't inflicting. You don't have to go. Nobody's holding a gun to your head and saying, hey, you have to go to espresso self. You know what? It's not for people like you. It's for people who want to go there and have a good time who are non-judgmental assholes. I'm not judgmental. I'm just saying that I don't, well, yeah, I mean, maybe I am a little judgmental, I guess, in this, but in that I would not want to go there in the middle of the day to hear people sing karaoke. That sounds well, like a then I, you're and not I like welcome. karaoke. I like That's karaoke. good. Well, you know what? Because you'd, maybe if you went out for a couple day drinks with your friends and you're like, God, it's like six o'clock at night. Where, what do I feel like doing? You know what? I really would like to sing a song right now. The other karaoke bars don't open till like at least nine or 10. Where could I go? Espresso Self, owned by an amazingly slightly crazy woman. Will allow me to sing my songs. So you're saying you want people who are drunk during the day wandering into your coffee shop to sing karaoke? No. That's that, well, that's pretty much what you just said. No, that's not what I'm saying. So you're just going to sell coffee? It's going to be all sober people in there singing. It'll be Irish coffees. You know who sings karaoke during the day with, with completely sober people who need happiness in their lives? Sad people. Very sad. Exactly. People who are upset. Uh, that was my. That is exactly what I said. People who need happiness in their uh, happiness in their lives. Also, people that think they're going to be found, uh, like like they're going to be discovered by doing that. Nobody, nobody goes to sing karaoke sober during the middle of the day. That's just not. All right. Then how about this? All right. Scratch that. Okay. It's still going to be espresso self. It's still going to have coffee. It's still going to be karaoke. However, it's going to be a karaoke early evening. Late evening bar, but all of the drinks are served in coffee cups, and it's going to have like a coffee motif. So it's going to feel like a coffee shop. Wait, so you're serving alcohol? Yes. So it's day drunk, sad people singing. No, it would start at like six. That's not day drunk. That's like after dinner time. That's like after dinner drinks. Okay, so th- <laughs> Mr. Jenkins pointing out, hey, do you remember when you guys used to sing karaoke in the middle of the day every that's day? That's true. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, that's a very good point. We did do that in the beginning of this show. Um, 
All oh, right. Keelan has a great idea. Next time I'll start. Next I'll start a chain of noodle restaurants named Karaoke Soba. <laughs> Everything's going to be revolving around karaoke. And I'm going to guess that the majority of the time, if you are the KJ at this place, you'll just insert yourself into it every time. I'm not going to be the KJ. Why would I want to be the KJ? This okay. will be my work. Like okay. it already is. Are you going to for- put a ban on anyone singing the songs you want? Yes. Oh, totally. That is such a great idea. Yeah. See, this is already sounding like a very inviting, fun place. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. So it'll be you and your sister. And then I you welcome guys- all people except for people who want to sing Neil Diamond America. Uh Let's see what else. Uh, Alanis Morissette, you ought to know. Wilson Phillips, hold on. Uh huh. So there's going to be a whole list of no's. Uh, Drama Rama, anything, anything. So those are like, they just won't be on the list. Uh-huh. Like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my personal list. Right. For Espresso Self. It's going to be Espresso Self, Sarah Karaoke. You know how that's going to happen? Because I've, I've sang karaoke with you before. And what happens is Sarah gets mad if someone goes up before her. Like, if she signs up for the list and she's legitimately like fifth in a row, you will get pissed off. If like after the third person, be like, "This is ridiculous." I put in my song a long time ago, even though somebody else put it in earlier than you, and then you'll just cut in line. That's this is kind of what I'm seeing. How do you cut in line at a karaoke place? Because you own it. You're you will cut in line. Oh, you're talking about espresso self. I thought you meant like in life. I think that's what's going to happen. Well, I think it sounds. It doesn't then people sound, can choose not to hang out there. I, I picture you just dominating everything and getting. getting Are you mad kidding me? If anything, I like to go out and have a good time with other people, and I like to mm-hmm. make sure that they have a good time too. I'm not going to sit there and be like, as "Hey, as assholes, listen to me," because I do that every day on this. <laughs> I don't need to do that. All right, all right. Well, I I, I don't know if I will be going to espresso. Well, stuff. that's all right. No, that's a, I I. I I missed. I swung and missed the first time. The second one was a hit mm-hmm. out of the park. It is going to be a coffee shop themed bar. Okay. Called espresso. Coffee shop themed karaoke bar. Okay. Called espresso self. Okay. And I'm gonna so- live above it in like a in a in a kitschy little apartment. Uh huh. With like, ooh, you know what I do also is I go to Asylum and get all their like really cute vintage furniture and stuff and furnish that's, my apartment with that. That would be a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. See, that's actually something classy you could do. Mm-hmm. You could go there and do that because Asylum has lots of different vintage furniture. Um. All right. Well, yeah, you could do that. That's about the only good idea I've heard so far. But then also, though, you're gonna if you're gonna live in the little apartment above it, not in a be, little apartment, a huge apartment, a huge apartment above it. Yes, a huge apartment above espresso mm-hmm. self. So you're gonna be there all day long with karaoke going on underneath you. Yeah, all day long. That's all you want to do, and you, and you listen to everybody else sing. No, because some days it'll be open, some you. days it won't. I'll have so much money, like I won't have to rely. The karaoke is gonna be more of a passion. Well, actually, everything will be a passion at that point because I won't have to worry about the money. So, I mean, so I'll have my karaoke passion. I'll have, you know, fun employment radio passion. Get to do all of these things that I love mm-hmm. and then not do them when I don't want to. Like, I'll be like, so hey, especially myself the- will be open Thursday from 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. <laughs> there you go. And you'll just shut it down if you don't want to hear anybody sing. Because I could, I could picture you wandering, wandering downstairs all angry and like hung over or something like that and like, turn it off! Turn it off! You're not singing that here! And like yanking the cord out. That's, People are saying, hey, assholes, listen to me is a better name for my place. That's kind of what of it's sounding like. Self. Come here and listen to Sarah when she wants, when she wants to sing. No, but, but if I'm you saying want to sing and she's not can... in the mood. You don't get to other see. people can rent it out for free. I would like if there's like, hey, I want to have my birthday party at Espresso Self, and I want to sing karaoke and drink drinks out of you know kooky coffee mugs with my friends. Mm-hmm. Then I'd totally be like, do it for free. This is I made this for you. This is going to be your fun night. You're going to let a random party of people come into your place. Well, after proper want. screening. Uh huh. So you, <laughs> so you're going to screen them to make sure that you approve of it. Are you going to have to approve all the songs? Do you have to submit the list first. 
Well, I mean, they'll sure be handpicked songs, yes. Yeah. Are you going to make them audition to sing before they sing karaoke? No. No, this isn't a dictatorship. I'm going to let them sing. Mm-hmm. I'll let the people sing. Right, as long as you approve of the song and as long as it's during the hours that you want it to be and as long as you screen them first. Okay. Just making sure that I How many old milks will I have in my new huge apartment? Well, I'm glad that you asked that, Keelan, because I will also have um, a, a maid or, you know, some sort of somebody to assist me in my shopping and cooking and cleaning. <laughs> right, so I well, will not have to worry about old. You will need that. That should be uh, probably a priority on your list. Yeah. I think, because as of right now, you're eating runny eggs and making yourself sick. So, um, all right, so that's good. Stop, I had just forgotten about those. Stop it. Whoops, sorry. Just kind of brought that back up there. Uh, yeah, Alex is saying you could make sure that the songs you hate aren't in the catalog, which the thing is, though, that doesn't sound like a fun place to go to where it's the songs that Sarah likes. It's not all the songs that I like. I mean, I, but I like a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. It would just be going through, you know, a bunch of songs and like crossing out, you know, like the super shitty ones. Like, <laughs> well, give me a definition of a super shitty song. Macarena. Macarena would not yeah. be allowed? Macarena would not be allowed. Okay. There's what no a- Macarena. Um, as much as I love it, no Stairway to Heaven. Nobody wants to hear somebody sing Stairway to Heaven. All right. No Stairway just to like, Heaven. Uh, just like every once in a while, like once every like four years, somebody will do a good version of Don McLean's American Pie. But that song is really fucking long. Okay. So that one's taken out of it. It might be. I think that would be intermittently dispersed. Like that would be available like once a month. So you have to apply for that one. Yes. You, you have, have to apply. Pl- you have to apply for that song. All right. Yes. What, el- what else? Oh, God. And there's so many. I don't know what to... A lot of uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers probably... Not so oh, probably just the no entire red hot chili. the entire catalog of red hot chili peppers is gone. Yeah. Okay. Probably that. All right. Mm-hmm. What what else would you disallow? I don't know. I mean, you're really putting me on the spot here. Well, I'm just wondering because in case I do want to go and have my party at Espresso Self, I'd like to know what the what the parameters are that I'm working with. So far, it doesn't sound too fun. It doesn't sound like a really fun. Well, again, place. let me tell you, I'm not. You're not my target audience for Espresso Self, aka. Listen to me, assholes. Hey, <laughs> assholes, listen to me, whatever it's called. All right. Well, it sounds like a fun place. Best yes. of luck with that venture. Uh, thank you. I think you're going to do I'm really looking forward to it. I think you'll do pretty well for yourself. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and wait to play the lottery after mm-hmm. uh, whoever isn't you wins the $600 million. I'm surprised you're not going for like a Titanic-themed bar. Is there such a thing? Has anyone done a Titanic-themed bar? I don't know. That would just be ultimately depressing, though. Well... I don't know. It's it's. I thought that was your favorite thing was the Titanic movie. It's not my favorite thing. I'm, I'm interested in it. Mm-hmm. I like the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what else? Uh, I found out that Sarah was most passionate about. So over this last weekend, there was a bunch of us that went over to the Oregon coast and we were hanging out and we saw uh, like Home Alone was playing. And oh, I love that movie. And I also found out that Sarah has an extreme hatred of the movie Prancer. I hate Prancer. I hate this, Prancer so much. This was the reaction that instantly came up. We were talking about I different movies. I hate that movies. girl. I hate her little squishy face. Prancer is the most... Uh, the only good thing about Prancer is Sam Elliott. And that is hardly... That keeps it barely ab- above like negative stars. Well, See, I don't even know if I remember exactly what Prancer was about. I mean, obviously it must have been about Prancer the Reindeer, I'm assuming. It's what, about Prancer the, the Reindeer. Or something? No, Sam Elliott doesn't. So what happens is this little annoying girl... Oh, God. This girl, she... Uh, they live on a farm. I haven't seen this since... Because uh, every time I see it, I like get a visceral reaction to it. I hate it so much. This little girl lives on a farm, and she's like all... No offense, all God's children are beautiful, but she's this little buck-toothed thing, and she's just <laughs> wow. so annoying. Here, I found the... Let's see if you can get the annoyance in this. I, I found the prance, official Prancer trailer, number one. Okay. From 19... 19- this holiday... 
holiday, Christmas everywhere will depend on Jessica Riggs. It all started when an afternoon's adventure led to an evening's discovery. Oh, it's just like this one, Prancer. And a magical uh. time began. How did you know where I live? I believe you saw a deer, but I don't believe it flies. He's magical, Carol. Now, she's the only one in the world who believes. He doesn't play with a full duck. Hold your head away from me. He's probably used to being around people. What am I, an elf? Nobody. And I mean nobody but us three can know about Prancer. Oh, don't worry. I wouldn't want anybody to find out you're nuts. Something's been eating all our little trees. What do you think it was? Just said it might have been a deer. I bet Sanch doesn't think you'll get back in time. I better let him know. I know you're not the real Santa. Whoa, of course I am. But can you get this letter to him? Prancer's in the shed near my house. Oh my God, I still want to hit her. How much one deer could do to it's her not, home? That was a it's reindeer. not a deer, it is a reindeer. Well, I guess that's abbreviated. Uh-oh, Prancer's running on the loose through the house. Sam Elliott doesn't know what's going on. You have added inspiration to my day, young lady. And her family. I think we still got time. Santa hasn't been to Three Oaks yet. Well, out of the way, everybody. We got a reindeer to get to Antler Ridge by midnight. Oh. Okay, I gotta admit, though, with Sam Elliott, I kind of want to watch family. You will want to punch the little girl. And I'm not saying I would actually, I would I advocate punching children. Clearly, I do not. But I was the same age as this girl when this movie came out. This was, came out in 1989. I dislike this girl so much. She's just like, oh, she's so annoying. She's like, Prancer the entire time. Did you watch it when you were a kid? Yes. And you didn't like it then? I hated it. What is it that's so bad other than, obviously, as you said, the bucktooth little girl? God, she's just, she's obnoxious. She's obnoxious and she's whiny and just everything about it. I just, oh, and I see her running around in her little puffy jacket with her little like pigtail hair things and her. Oh, and saying Prancer. Oh, God. Oh, I'm looking at a picture. Someone just posted a picture of her as an adult. Yeah, she still looks annoying. <laughs> okay. All right. So you you didn't realize she was just acting in that, too. Mm-hmm. So that oh, really I understand wasn't... it was acting, but uh, there are some people... I don't think she was acting that much. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. Yeah, see, so Kenda, uh, actually, we had talked about this. Kenda and Doug and I had talked about this um, a couple weeks ago. And I told her about my, I guess I'm just telling everybody about my hatred for Prancer and her and, uh, and her fiance actually watched it. And she's just like, that movie is awful. I hate that little girl. I'm like, thank you. Wow. Yeah. A lot of anger going out of you after you eat rye eggs. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather have anger than anything else coming out of my face. So well, that's, that's okay. true. I think we can all agree with that one. <laughs> yes. I mean, the only movie that I actively didn't like when I was a kid, and I think it was this one, it was, um, I believe it was Santa Claus the movie. And that was the one with Dudley Moore. And for the most part, it's good, but there is a, there's part of it that used to just tick me off like so bad because it had to do with this rich girl. There's a rich girl in the city. Okay. Who uh, I believe this is from Santa Claus the movie. I hope I'm not mixing it up with the wrong one, but there was this little rich girl who lived in New York, of course, and you know they're having like a oh, sure. big fancy dinner, and there'd be this little poor kid who was walking along the street. And of course, he would stare in the window, you know, and watch them all eating. And he's was starving. he a ragamuffin? He's a starving orphan on the streets, mm-hmm. and they would all just like look at him, and they'd be like laughing and <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor kid. 
And then this girl, she was doing the good thing where she would like throw a bunch of leftovers on a plate and throw it on the back porch. Oh, that's nice of her. There would be like no silverware. There'd be nothing, like, she wouldn't let him in to eat. She'd just throw it on the back porch like a dog. And then the guy would, the little kid, starving kid would come up and, like, scarf it down with his hands. And that's all that, all that he was allowed to do. Uh, there was something about that just really bothered me when I was kid. Like, why can't he come in the house and eat it? Yeah. He's just a kid. He's just a kid. He's just a hungry kid. Yeah. So that, that one bothered me a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that one, that one did. But that was for real reasons, not because it was a bucktooth little girl. Yes. <laughs> Sarah said. <laughs> no, it was just the... Oh, I don't know. It was just everything just sure about I that. that. I wasn't alone. My sister hated it, too. We both hate... Like, as soon as that thing would come, we'd be like, turn off Prancer. Oh, my God. Mm. Yes. No Prancer. Okay. But I do love Home Alone, and Home Alone 2 is also set in Lost... Uh, Home Alone 2 Lost in New York is set in New York, and that is one of my favorite Christmas movies as well. See, and I don't remember Home Alone 2 as well. I don't, it kind of lost me after the first well, it's one. A, first it's the homeless great. lady with the doves in Central Park, and she's lonely, and he gets like... And uh, Tim Curry plays uh, a butler. That's why you mm-hmm. like it. No, it's also great because they filmed all of it in New York, so it's awesome to see like New York City during Christmas time, like not sets or anything. It's actually mm-hmm. like filmed in the city. Okay. I liked it. All right, so that one gets you know what I didn't like? seal of approval. Motherfucking Prancer. <laughs> yes, as, as, uh, as, as we understand now. As we understand. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, there's a few things. Well, one, I wanted to talk about this, and I don't even know how to how to transition this. Like, since it is Christmas, you know, I've, I've been uh, I've been out and about trying to do a little bit of shopping. I am going to Sorrells or uh, Asylum. Excuse mm-hmm. me, keep doing that. Asylum, thirty seventh and Hawthorne. Heck yeah, to, uh, to buy some gifts. <gasps> me too. Oh, I was talking to Anton. He said that they have a bunch of things that are good for stocking stuffers for like under like 10, 10 yes, 20 bucks. Yeah, that is exactly why I love that place. Mm-hmm. You get a whole bunch of things for relatively inexpensive and they're all awesome. And I'm serious because it makes me look cool. Mm-hmm. So I'll wrap them all up and then it'll, it'll look like, oh, look at all these gifts I got you. Look, I'm from Hip Hawthorne. Awesome. <laughs> but look at all these gifts. Yeah, Asylum is awesome. 37th and Hawthorne. But I was uh, taking the bus the other day to, I had to get something else for a, for a gift, blah, blah, blah. Um, there are a lot of absolutely insane people out in Portland right now. Oh, yeah. Right? No, I mean, it's like extra crazy. So I was... The holidays bus, brings I want you out. to try to tell me what exactly you think this meant. Okay. So I was on the bus. I was heading downtown. And there was a guy, this... You're not going to... Okay, no, I'm you're fine. You're doing all right over there? I'm okay. Say it one more time. I'm going to be fine. There you go. And so I was, uh, I was, I was on the bus and it stopped for this... Man, I'm not going to say that he was homeless. He just seemed like he was uh, a little bit insane. Okay. Um, but he was try- He was starting to get on the bus, but he was doing one of these things where he was standing up on the top step, then getting back off. Then standing on the top step, getting back off. And the bus driver just asked the guy, like, okay, you have to get on the bus. And he said that he was waiting for his friend, and then he d- proclaimed very loudly so that everyone could hear, I am Nerdy Ed, I'm the drunken horse. And he kept yelling this. What, like Mr. Ed? I don't know. I am nerdy Oh, Ed. I didn't think about that. I am nerdy Ed. I'm the drunken horse. I am nerdy Ed. I'm the drunken horse. Oh, was it me? And he kept Was yelling. he the voice of the original Mr. Ed? I don't I don't think that's what he was trying to say. Oh. I don't think that's that what That would have been pretty for. exciting. Well, what what the hell does that mean? Can you explain this? I'm the cra- Wait. I what? am nerdy Ed. I'm the drunken horse. I'm nerdy Ed. I'm the drunken horse. I don't know. I don't know unless he no, was like, was he old? Yeah, well, I mean, he looked like he was. Uh, he looked like he was in his sixties. Had a gray beard. Okay. He wasn't Santa Claus kind of beard, but he had okay. a gray beard. Right. Not not so much Santa Clausy as it was crazy a little. No, bit. but he was very determined about this. And then the bus driver once again tell him, told him, you know, you kind of have to get on the bus, nerdy Ed. And uh, and the guy like hopped off and ran off. 
He just like took off. Really? There was no friend coming. I am Nerdy Ed. I'm the drunken horse. So was it? Do you think it was like a secret message? Do you think? I think it was a secret message. You should probably like try and figure out. What exactly that means. Okay. Yeah, as Shockwave is doing, the voice of the original Mr. Ed would be really old right now. I'm going to guess the voice of the original Mr. Ed is not around anymore. He died in 1973. Yeah, yeah. looking at this right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was was quite a while ago. So, I don't know. If you you have encountered Nerdy Ed, though, I would love to hear some other people's encounters with this guy. I'm Nerdy Ed. I'm the drunken horse. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is pretty especially... I'm Nerdy Ed! I'm the drunken horse! He was yelling that on the bus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, weird. Yes, as he's standing on and off the top step, or the, or the first step onto the bus. Just doing a little dance? Doing a little dance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, originally, he said he was waiting for his friend, but the, then, yeah, then then just proclaimed that he was Nerdy Ed. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, I, I haven't had any crazy bus experiences lately. Okay. Well, I'm just wondering. I wanted to but throw it out there to see if anybody else... But now I kind of want to find Well, okay, so yeah, it's being asked, did he say Dirty Ed or Nerdy Ed? I guess he could have said Dirty Ed... It's possible he said dirty, dirty Ed. Ed and could have been the drunken whore, whore instead of the drunken horse. No, it was horse. It was very I'm, clear horse. I'm Dirty Ed. I'm the drunken whore. <laughs> yeah, I'm the drunken horse. I am the drunken horse. I'm the drunken horse. Yeah. Yeah, I am the drunken horse. Okay. That part was pretty clear. It wasn't whore. So it could have been Dirty Ed. I am Dirty Ed. I'm the drunken horse. Okay, Dirty Ed is kind of more yeah. creepy now. It's creepier than Nerdy Ed? Yes. Maybe I wanted to hear Nerdy Ed. My, <laughs> Maybe you did. Maybe I, you were filling in the blanks. Well... Anyway, I'm throwing last... it out there. So if anybody else has encountered this, if you're here here in uh, the Portland area, please let me know. The last crazy her. person I saw on the bus was me when I kept telling that guy how he looked like uh, Bob Newhart. Right. Yes, yeah. That's that's true. And yeah. then also, every time I'm riding that damn bus, I keep seeing the Bob Newhart guy. Yeah. And I'm hiding from him. I'll, I'll get out on like, the back of the bus like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you about that one. That Definitely maybe stop saying that to people. Um, <gasps> Ooh. Suman says uh, maybe he was drunk and horse. So I'm Dirty Ed. I'm a I'm 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 a drunk and horse. No, maybe he's a drunk and he's horse. Like, but he wasn't uh, horse. Like his voice is. He horse. didn't have really a horse voice. I mean, he he had a rough voice, but I wouldn't say it was horse. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was it. I I, I don't know. Maybe I, now I kind of want to interview him. If you have any contacts with uh, Dirty or Nerdy Ed, please get a hold of him and and get us in touch. So don't get us in him. touch. You get Greg in touch. I don't like want to be in touch here. with Dirty Ed. I'd like to bring him up here onto uh, onto the sh- onto yeah. The show. Let's bring him into our our place of work and see how that goes for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, speaking of Eds. I do want to give a big thanks to Ed in the chat. Edward, uh, he sent us a couple ornaments for our Fun Employment Radio Christmas tree. Sent us a couple uh, sparkly disco balls, which look awesome on it. I hung them today. So we're going to take a picture so everyone can see what our Christmas tree looks like. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you, very Ed. excited. That yeah. very, very cool. Right on. Well, speaking of uh, ornaments, and then that leads me to think of balls, should we do a little bit of ball talk? Ornaments make you think of balls? Alex is in the chat saying, do not Google Dirty Ed. Which makes me really want to do it. Anytime somebody tells me not to do something, I kind of want to do it. Did you do it? Greg's over there doing it right now. Oh, it's just weird. Oh, I don't know what's... Is it some sort of, like, dungeon porn? Uh Uh-oh, there's some kind of site from the Netherlands that I don't... Oh, I don't know what's going on here, but it's, it's disturbing. Jingle Beats, Dirty Ed. On the second day of Christmas, God created Jingle Beats. I don't know what's going on there. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. It's like you're speaking in code. Let's talk 
Balls. Balls. Sir, are you a fan of uh, Derek Jeter? No. You're not? Mm-mm. That's he's, a strong no. No, he's creepy. Derek Jeter is creepy. Really? Because mm-hmm. most people I thought liked Derek, Derek he's Jeter. A, he's one of the cheaty ones, isn't he? The cheaty ones? Or was that just all Alex Rodriguez? Which one's the super douchey one? Is that Alex Rodriguez? Well, Alex Rodriguez, yeah. I don't think Derek Jeter has ever been... He's never gotten in Who's trouble Who's the one for, that signs his uh, baseballs and gives them to... Oh, them. he does that. Derek Jeter... Yeah, no, that's what I was like. Yeah, no, he's a douchebag. Yeah, no, he gives I don't. his ex-girlfriend's gift baskets with signed When he baseballs. dumps them, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he gets no, them... No, that guy's a tool. Allegedly, he gets gets them a cab or a limo outside, and they get a gift basket with signed baseballs. So that's, and, that way they know they're never coming back? Yeah, and then it's, uh, yeah, see you later. You can go mm-hmm. sell that on eBay. Well... I did want to warn you of this, because I, I thought you were a fan of his. If you do go to his home in Florida, you need to know a couple of things. One, so it's a, it's a 30,000... I do love Florida. You know that I do. Well, it's a thir- he has a 30,875-square-foot, multi-million-dollar mansion at Davis Island, which I guess is outside of St. Petersburg. But guess what the name of the estate is that he has given it? Oh, my gosh. Please say it's Port St. Lucie Estate. No. Oh. Derek Jeter's balls. No. Big balls. Outside of St. Petersburg. Big Peter. St. Jetersburg is the name of Derek Jeter's Florida home. And it's coming out now that there are some rules if you do go down there. So apparently he's having some big, uh, he had some big like holiday party. But there's, the rules that are coming out now are that there are absolutely no photographs that can be taken during the party. Like if you show up at his house, in his house at all, if you show up to Derek Jeter's house, you have to, at the front gate... Surrender your phone. Surrender any cameras you have. You are not allowed to bring in anything that takes a picture. I don't and want it, Derek Jeter's estate to own to have any of my personal property. Well, St. Jetersburg, is, you are not allowed to bring in the phones, which makes me want to go there so bad. I want to know what happens at St. Jetersburg. I really want to go there. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to go to St. Jetersburg. So uh, if anyone has uh, access to St. Jetersburg, please let me know. Um, somebody is asking if he is doing the poop jar thing, too. I don't believe... I don't believe that Jeter is doing anything like that. But St. Jetersburg, ladies, don't be trying to take any pictures in there. I want to know what goes on in there so bad. Well, then you go to St. Jetersburg because I will never go there. I have no desire to. Come on, if you go to Florida, you can go to Disney World. Why would you want to go to St. Jetersburg? I don't know. That's just douchey. What is there? Is it just like his land? It's his mansion. It's whatever happens, whatever magical things happen at St. Jetersburg. I picture it to be a lot like the Playboy Mansion. It's really what I'm imagining in my mind. Okay. Moving on, I'm moving on in ball talk. Uh, speaking of signed baseballs, if you would like to bid on a Babe Ruth signed baseball, it's up for auction tomorrow. Uh, so it's uh, it's going to be going. Actually, it's not tomorrow. Excuse me, it's not tomorrow. It's going to be happening in January. Where it's going to be happening. So one of his uh, signed baseballs that he gave to a gravely ill SX. Fells, that's the name of this place, apparently. SX Fells is the name of the town. Okay. Um, it was some some kid back in 1926 who was, uh, this kid was like deathly ill. He signed the baseball for him and said he would hit some home runs for him. He went out and hit three home runs in that game that day. And uh, one of that baseball that he signed for him is now up for auction. However, the last time it was up, it w- went for $388,000 in 2012. It's expected to possibly fetch over a million this time. Ooh. million dollars for a baby. Just like you're going to be having after you win the $600 billion Powerball. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Maybe I'll bid on it just because. And then, you know what? I'll throw it. I'll throw it away somewhere. I don't know what I'll do okay. with it, but I'll just do it. I'll throw it at people. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, so there we go. Uh, moving on to ball talk. It's a potpourri of balls. It's sure. A, it's a smattering. 
smattering of balls. Um, a little bit uh, more along the crazy train. Okay, if you can think of any one ex-athlete. He's a, he's, an, he's a retired athlete. who is Jose Canseco? Not Jose Canseco. Okay. Even maybe a little bit crazier. Oh, I know who you're talking uh, uh, uh Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman! Yeah. <laughs> in the news again because he is allegedly returning to North Korea for a third time on Thursday. Now, this, of course, is after Kim Jong-un, if you follow this, uh, executed his uncle uh, for God some kind of power damn. struggle going on in there. Uh, so, yeah, his, his uncle just got ex- executed. And all kinds of absolutely insane things, shocking, happening, happening there. And... Dennis Robin is going there for a third time to hang out with his buddy, Kim Jong-un. That is so... Ugh. So, he allegedly is going there to help the North Korean basketball team get into shape. And uh, he also said that it's certainly safe, even when there's a bit of disruption like there is now, a bit of trouble or chaos, there's even more need for cultural or sporting exchanges. So this was actually a, a okay. This is a Rory Scott of Patty Power, which is a, an Irish bookmaking thing that has arranged the trip for Dennis Robin. Now let me ask you this: action. So when he's making the choice to go to that country, does he uh, not does he lose his rights as an American? Like, does he fall under their jurisdiction? Like, if Kim Jong Un all of a sudden is just like, "I'm going to kill you," uh, well, yeah, then Kim Jong Un will kill you. Yeah. That's if you cross into North Korea, yes. They they are not going to observe. Is Dennis Rodman just going to keep going over to North Korea until he's finally fucking murdered? I don't know. I mean, uh, apparently he's buddies with this guy. He, yeah, Bean even puts it succinctly. One of these days, Rodman's going to make a wrong joke and end up in Kim's personal prison. Yeah. Yeah, that could happen. He is kind of putting himself at risk there. When you go and visit an absolutely insane dictator, that's uh, that's kind of how that works. That's kind of how that works. So, yeah, he's All not right. going as uh, Killen saying you're under the laws of any country you choose to visit. I mean, if you're a diplomat, that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dennis Rodman is not a diplomat. So if you're a diplomat in the U.S., apparently you get strip searched in New York. That's a different story that's in the news. We're not going to talk about that one. Moving on. So Dennis Rodman, a couple days ago. Uh, Potpourri balls, as I said, smattering. The This, is, this has to do with the World Cup that's going to be taking place in Brazil next year and there was a story that came out of course they were building one of their stadiums it collapsed a bunch of workers died they have now received a zero rating on the safety of the building which is of course the absolute lowest you can possibly get Uh, the buildings are so unsafe there are apparently 2,000 workers working around the clock to try to finish this giant stadium they're building for the thing and uh, as of now, it's only going to be 95% complete by the time... It's on pace to only be 95% complete by the time of the World Cup. Okay. So they're working these people day and night to try to build this thing to get something up there. And apparently they are skirting all kinds of safety oh, safety uh, regulations that's in order comforting. to get it up. At least five, co- five workers have died so far. Uh, most of them have come in the past few weeks while they're building this. So I'm just saying if you're going to plan on going... To the World Cup. Yee. Be careful. I don't know if I want to go in that stadium, because I would love to go to Brazil. I would love to go see the World Cup. I'm not even a big soccer guy, but just to see it. And, yeah, so this, that just sounds a little unsafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to ball talk. We have this. I appreciate anybody who can pull one over on other people. Uh, Michigan State and Stanford are going to be playing each other in the Rose Bowl 
coming up. I believe it's on May, January 1st, I, whatever the Rose Bowl is. It's it's one of the big bowl games. So um, I think Stanford's number four, Michigan State's number five, or vice versa. It's a, it's a big football game that's happening, and so lots of people want to go to it. However, fans, regular fans, are having trouble getting tickets. Well, Michigan State found a way to skirt around that by hopping on over to Stanford's website. So the Stanford Athletic Department was offering a chance to buy Rose Bowl tickets in exchange for a $100 down payment on 2014 season ticket plans. But they didn't didn't stipulate that you had to be a Stanford alum or that you had to go to Stanford or you had to even live there. They just said that anybody who wanted to do this could do it. So apparently a large group of Michigan State fans have all put down $100 down payments on Stanford season tickets for next year Mm -hmm. in exchange for buying the ticket directly from them, which basically saves about $1,000. $1,000 they're saving by buying it off of there instead of uh, in the aftermarket. Okay. So they're donating 100 bucks to Stanford. Now they're on the list for the season tickets, which holds those season tickets for them, meaning not Stanford fans. Won't be, Stanford fans won't be able to get those until the Michigan State fans like renege their rights for them. And this is what's going to happen. So, so basically, the Michigan State screwed over Stanford. Oh, wow. They pulled one over on the Smarties. <laughs> pulled one over on the Smarties. So good for Michigan State fans. Are you rooting for the less Smarties? I'm, I'm, I, like, I like what they're doing. I like it. If you can work the system, good for them. Mm-hmm. Good for them. All right. Finally in ball talk, we've got this. And this is something that was from, uh, this was from, since, since we're approaching, you know, the end of the year. And I decided, in celebration of that, I'm going to start incorporating some of these things into ball talk. Okay. It has to do with some of my favorite songs over the last year. And this is one from a group, one of my favorites, who has not put one out for a while. However, the Houston Rockets are going to be taking on the New York Knicks here in a couple of weeks. And of course, who used to play for the New York Knicks and now plays for Houston? Sarah, can you guess who? Uh, no. Remember, I'm not all over here. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Mr. Jeremy Lin. Lynn Sanity, <gasps> the Lynn Station. It's Jeremy Lynn. And this is a song from last year at this point, so I'm just playing this in honor of New York Knicks fans. It's from the last year. New is York this Kn- Flugla? Flug- no. This is one I don't believe I've ever played here on the show. Oh, my gosh. And it has to do with a little bit of regret and a little sadness from New York Knicks fans in seeing their former player, Jeremy Lynn. It's called Linderful Tonight. Head to the garden to go see the rockets game. It feels like a lifetime since I saw Jalen Gray. And maybe you'll ask me, can I shoot out the lights? And I say no. This is from last year. And it's helped me don't really need you. The worst thing about the song is that this guy can actually sing. <laughs> he can actually sing. And it's funny putting this in context from last year. 
Because the Knicks suck right now. I guarantee you they'd rather have Jeremy win. Anyway, there we go. Linda Fulgenike, the first in a series of songs I'll be playing over the last year. Poor Bonta. If you have a favorite song you'd like to hear here on Ball Talk that has to do with uh, some sports of the last year, please send it in. Ooh. Greg at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Yeah. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Did you just discover that one? Because I am sadder for never hearing that song before. Uh, you know what? I didn't know that it was around, and it's it is funny hearing them say that they don't need Jeremy Lin. They mm-hmm. could vastly use Jeremy Lin. <laughs> now you they know could very much. That's they could not use true. anyone. <laughs> anyone. It's not going to make time. it any worse. Hello, my friends. I'm powering through. Woo! Good job, Sam. Okay, thanks. I'm going to have a sip of water. All right. I will not let this beat me. It shall not overcome. That's right. You're doing fine. Yes. Fight those runny eggs dripping through your system right now. I... I just poured some M&Ms out on the... On the table, so that Greg has to eat them. You can't leave them on the table like that. You, you're supposed to eat them. Just a couple. Stop oh, pouring no. M and M's on the table. What happened? Oh no! There they go. What is? How are you going to have to? <sighs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. crazy. First up, I don't know if you remember a couple years ago. Well, and many times before that. A man by the name of Harold Camping. Oh, yeah. Now, who is Harold Camping, you say? Now, Harold Camping was the older gentleman who ran the family radio network. He was a preacher who predicted that Judgment Day would come in May 2011 and made it all the way until December of 2013 before going to meet his maker. Yes, Harold Camping... Passed on into glory, so his uh, his followers say, at the age of 92. Now, Camping is survived uh, by his wife of, of over 71 years. So, apparently, Harold Camping uh, sustained a fall a couple weeks ago, and he was not able to recover from his injuries. He passed away peacefully in his home with his family at his side. Uh, so, of course, the preacher has been serving as the president of Family Radio since 1958, So, the, uh, although he retired from active broadcasting in 2011, uh, right around the time that he falsely predicted the end of the world and that kind of... Yeah, but maybe he was the only one that was saved. Has anybody thought about this? Oh. The rest of us, because we didn't believe in him? He was just two and a half years He's early. He saved. Yeah. That's true. Well, yes, well, Harold Camping uh, notoriously used the stations to help spread the word about the biblical end of times and collect money... Thousands upon millions of dollars from all of his followers, bringing some of them into poverty. He also gained press for his prediction that Judgment Day would be occurring on May 21st, 2011. When that date passed without incident, he revised his prediction. Remember this? Saying that the world would end. No, 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 not on May 21st. No, he was looking at the wrong calendar. It was going to end on October 21st, 2011. Oh, yes. Well, that... That didn't happen, did it? Didn't... Ha- Spoiler alert. It didn't happen. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, Harold Camping revealed after he was wrong 
these last couple times, because he uh, predicted it before, that he was flabbergasted. What? That's his That's his word. He was flabbergasted. Uh, he's 90-something. I'm sure he had a lot of old-timey terms that he used. Yes. Well, after he was flabbergasted, his prediction did not come to pass. After he was proven wrong, donations to his ministry dropped considerably, and he is now being dropped considerably into the ground. Next up. No. We, Greg and I were talking about a couple weeks ago how we went to Anticon, who's like a, that's like a SantaCon here in Santa Portland. SantaCon. Just call it SantaCon. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. SantaCon. There's SantaCon. There are a couple SantaCons here in town. The big one happened this past weekend, so there's one in Portland, one in Seattle. There's also one in New York. And the New York one is a little famous for getting a little, a little rowdy. So, uh, apparently this past weekend, during the SantaCon that was happening in New York, not only were there Santas fighting on the streets, drunkenly, I saw a video of that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So there there were Santas arrested, uh, fighting in the streets that will result in criminal charges. Now, there were other things that Santa was doing in the streets. I once saw a Santa get beat up by an Elvis at a Halloween party. It was pretty amazing. Does that sound as awesome as it sounds? It was, it was kind of. Or was of, it as awesome yeah. as it sounds? I mean, everybody ended up okay, but yeah, they got really pissed off at Santa. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, now, courtesy of somebody who was participating in SantaCon, but not participating in this act, uh, someone was able to film footage of a SantaCon, a naughty SantaCon incident that took place just a few streets away from where the Santa fight was happening. So this man by the name of John Wilson claims he witnessed a SantaCon attendee getting a handy by a girl dressed like an elf outside of a Dwayne Reed in New York on 3rd and 14th. So apparently wow. if you go on the internet, you will find all sorts... SantaCon in New York, they do it a little different. There's videos of this? Yes. So apparently at the yeah the SantaCon in New York is full of fights and fornication. She's called a good helper elf. Yeah, she was she was helping him. They actually said uh, they saw a SantaCon attendee dressed as, can- as Santa getting his candy s- candy cane swirled by a handy little helper. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that's not the first time that's happened. I'm at sure a Santa it Con. isn't. I'm sure it's not. I kind of want to go to this New York one now. Uh, I want to go to New York sh- one and like hang back and not like really get in the middle of it. Yeah. It looks like kind of a shit show. I don't know if I'd want to... Maybe not. If I got to go to New York, I don't think I'd be spending it running around in a Santa costume. (laughs) All right, next up, out of Florida. Is that Largo, Florida? A man is facing burglary charges and tampering charges after an x-ray machine revealed a dark mass that was in his stomach while he was being booked in county jail. Uh, So county sheriff's officials say that the mass turned out to be, in fact... Two necklaces that the man had stolen and decided to swallow the evidence during a burglary. So this kid is 21 years old. His name is Joseph Ramos. He was arrested when he was stopped for driving a vehicle that was stolen during the burglary. Uh, Various items from the home were inside of the vehicle. But, of course, he panicked with the necklaces and decided to swallow them. So while he was being booked in jail, he stepped uh, into the x-ray machine. And the dark spot in his stomach was identified as two fancy necklaces. He had to undergo surgery to remove them. I was going to say, how is he planning to get those back out again? I don't know. Like They probably wouldn't pass out. But uh, the owner later identified the items. Would you ever want those again if they're being surgically taken out of some shithead who broke into your house? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, jails officials have been using the x-ray machine uh, since this past June to detect items concealed on inmates. Because apparently this is a big uh, issue that's happening in Florida. So there you go. That's in Largo, Florida. Largo. From Largo to Oklahoma we go. Headline reads, put this in your pipe and smoke it. Thank you to... I can't remember who sent this to me. A couple people did, so thank you for sending me this story. Um, An Oklahoma woman has 
who was arrested for causing a disturbance, faces more charges after officers, after strip-searching her, allegedly discovered a marijuana pipe inside of her vagina. Of course. (laughs) Why would it not be? Oh, boy. Are you holding up over there? I'm known all right. Okay. Erica Marie Dana, 25, was charged with causing a disturbance outside of a home in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. She was taken to the Oklahoma County Jail. And when officers searched her... Is that how you feel people from Oklahoma speak? And when officers searched her, they found a pot pipe inside of her body cavity. Police say the pipe was found in her sex organ because of the overwhelming smell of marijuana that was coming from her undercarriage. Who? Explain that again. They found the pipe in her sex organ because of the overwhelming smell of marijuana that was emanating from it. Her nether region smelled like marijuana. Uh, She has been charged with disturbing the peace and attempting to bring contraband into the jail. Now, as of today, she remains behind bars on $5,000 bail. Excuse me, ma'am. Your crotch is giving me the munchies here. What's, uh, (laughs) What's going on down there? Crotch smells like Cypress Hill. Let's see. I'm skip. All right. Now, this story was weird because it has to do with a grown man and him renting a child's movie, which I don't understand. Like, Smurfs 2 is a movie for children, right? Like, would you watch I, Smurfs 2? I would not if watch you, any of them, but... Yeah, as an adult, as in a single adult man, would you go... To, to Redbox and buy Smurfs too. No. Okay. A California man that rented in his 30s that rented a DVD of Smurfs 2 from Redbox was surprised to find that someone had replaced the animated children's movie that he was so looking forward to watching with hardcore pornography, which is probably what you should be watching instead of Smurfs 2. 30-year-old California man. Wait, and he was upset about this? He was upset with this. So he actually went to the authority, and he said, I saw girls in bikinis at first, and I was like, what am I watching? And then it became what? more and more disturbing. It was pornography. Now, this man, again, in How his 30s. How old is this guy? He was in his 30s. They didn't say his name, because that would be fucking humiliating for him, I'm sure. So uh, He went to the police. He went to the police. So uh, the adult film that he found in his Smurfs 2 cover... Uh, that ter- that uh, let's see that this man had rented. Oh no! Okay, I'm sorry. They do have his name. His name is James Terry. I want to look up James Terry. James who's Terry. So upset about this. Uh, so the adult film was allegedly found on a DVD that James Terry rented from a Redbox machine at a Walmart. Now Terry, who says that it's no big deal, he's just a big fan of animated movies, called Redbox and then the police to complain. Why would? All right. To compensate him for the filth he uncovered, Redbox gave him a $2 credit and 10 free movie rentals. <laughs> James Terry was in shock. He said, what are you guys doing to protect the children, even though children can't buy Redbox things because you have you to mean, have a credit card? But or he also opened up the box and saw the DVD, which was clearly not marked Smurfs. Mm-hmm. Well, what's this? Backdoor Alley 7. Well, all right. Let's just see. That's a weird title for the Smurfs movie. Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. And then just kept on watching it. I didn't see any Smurfs at all. Well, based on Redbox investigation, it appears that the disc rented was a fraudulent disc altered by another individual, this unfortunate incident. Oh, so it did say Smurfs on it? It doesn't say if it said Smurfs, but it said that it was altered. I mean, I guess you report that to Redbox, but... I would be too busy laughing to worry about going to the police. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, as being in the chat is saying, elaborate cover story. Yeah, that does sound like <laughs> he's going all out. Maybe he does that with all of his porn DVDs, like stamps a different label on the top of it. So maybe he so did. Maybe he got caught. Maybe he was doing it because I'm not going to say somebody uh, related to me. This is for satirical purposes only. You know, rents movies from Netflix and then might burn them all so that they have a huge collection of Netflix movies. Well, that happens. But this sounds like this guy had some porn DVDs. And he printed out a bunch of labels and put them over the top of it so that when his, if his wife saw him, she'd just be like, oh, yeah, he really likes cartoon movies. Oh, my I don't God. Know why. So maybe his wife showed up and he's just like, hey, she's like, what are you doing, honey? And he's like, oh, I was just going to watch Smurfs, too. And she's like, oh, I'd love to watch that, too. Let's sit down and enjoy it together. Yeah. And then she put it in and then he's like, oh, no. Oh, oh my God. I am appalled. Oh, this is sick. I am disgusted. This is sick. Don't watch Despicable Me. Don't watch that one. <laughs> you won't like that one either. You won't, you won't like that. No. <laughs> no. Toy, St- Toy Story 2 is... It's a little dirtier than you might remember. That, uh, you would think. Oh, bada bing. <laughs> yes, and in the chat it's being known, no one ever says, I'd like to watch Smurfs 2. No. <laughs> it's true. It's never been uttered. All right. Well, that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Whoo! All right. All right. Well, how are you holding up? I, I think you've you've done some okay. good work here. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. I'm we might need to. Uh, yep. I'm feeling bad for you. All right. So oh yes, that. I know you're I'm so compassionate. Feelings. I'm. Sh- you're not having feelings. You probably have something to do, and you need to leave early. No, no, that's not it. Although you know what, you have time to do, Sarah. What do I have time to do, Greg? Order something from Office Break Gifts. Oh, OfficeBreakGifts.com. You yes, say. indeed. Owned by the one and only King of the World. Mr. Tim Riley. Mr. Tim Riley. Mm-hmm. He was on the show last week. So, yeah, officebreakgifts.com. Uh, they are, of course, one of our fine, fine sponsors. And I want to thank everybody who has heard the show. Apparently, um, a lot of people have been talking about Tim when he was on the show. It's gotten back to the radio station that he works at. Uh, so thank you, everyone. Oh, that's funny. For, for all of that. <laughs> that is fantastic. And Tim did want to make sure that everybody knew that if you want your gift basket to be delivered in time for Christmas, you need to get your order in by Thursday. So if you go to... So this me- Thursday... This Thursday, the 19th. That's, that's December 19th. Mm-hmm. You go to funemploymentradio.com. There's a link right on the website to their website, and uh, it just says Office Break Gifts. You can click on that and go straight there and get your order in. They've got all kinds of stuff. They actually um, they have some special prices going on, too, for uh, for a few of the things. They said uh, big reduction of the spa box. They reduced the price on that. Um, the theater box. Like There's some really good things they're doing just for these last-minute holiday orders. Awesome. So you have two days before Christmas. Two days before, before Christmas. Yeah. yeah. To, get it or, in time. Well, two days you have two days left to get your order in so it's delivered before mm-hmm. Christmas. Yes. There you go. How are you doing, sir? I'm all right. Thank you. We can stop asking now. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm mm-hmm. just making sure. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Office Break <laughs> Gifts, they are awesome. And thank you so much for all of your support and everyone who's been ordering from them. You guys are amazing. Yes, you are. Tomorrow, though, I'm super excited. We're going to be joined by Matt from Secret Society. Yes, indeed. Yes. Matt and uh, perhaps a special yeah. appearance by marketing and sales rep extraordinaire. Sarah Wagner. Miss Sarah Wagner. Miss Sarah Wagner. Oh my goodness. I know John and Boyd. You know, I gave her I, I really loved my breakfast food so much this morning that I gave her a couple bites of it because I wanted her to take I hope that she's not feeling bad. <sighs> you gave her raw eggs. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to well, it was so good, I wanted to share it with my friend. I hope she's okay. I'm gonna check in on her actually. <laughs> yeah. Alright, well, thank you so much everyone. You guys are awesome. Huge show tomorrow. Don't forget to tune in for more Fun Employment Radio.com. Bye guys. Fight, fight, rock. Oh.
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Make it. 